Hello there and hopefully today is a beautiful day for you and I'm hoping I will make it a little bit more beautiful with this episode. So I'm often asked by managers, by leaders, well, I would like my team to think big, but how can I help them? How can we have more ambitious goals? Because often we're thinking very small. And I did a little thinking about that and a little research and I came up with 11 barriers that will prevent you and your team of thinking big. And that's what this podcast will be all about. I'm Muriel, CEO, mum and educator. I used to work really hard and sacrificed important things to me until I lost my motivation. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned and I found a way to reach great results while working less. Today I'm obsessed with helping other leaders build meaningful lives. So each week I'll be sharing inspiration to change your life and organization. This is Rebel Leader with a Heart. Now the first mistake or barrier I see is that people sometimes think that if they want to think big, they have to jump on every opportunity. And let me tell you, that doesn't work. And it doesn't work because many companies have already tried and I worked in one that did exactly that. So when I became the CEO of my previous company, we had jumped on every opportunity. And as a result of that, not only did every opportunity not deliver great results, but people were overwhelmed by the work. And there was no space to reinvent ourselves, to come up with big things. So the first thing I had to do to reinvent that company and make it profitable again and to grow was to focus. So instead of jumping on every opportunity, thinking big means also to focus. So I stopped, I think it was like 60 or sometimes even 70% of all the brands and all the projects that we were working on. So of course, I looked at the revenues and the contribution to the profit of every project. And then I decided to stop all the small things. And that immediately gave us a lot of breathing room to improve the big things or to come up with one big thing. And that's what we did. We came up with one big concept and only launched that one big concept in the markets that were big also. And I know that's also what Steve Jobs did when he came back to Apple. He stopped a lot of the products that Apple was working on. And he focused also on one or two big things. So just look at your business. Are you jumping on every opportunity thinking that that will bring you the big thinking and the big goals and the big growth? Or do you manage to focus and say no? So the second barrier of thinking big is spending a lot of time in meetings. So if you spend all of your time or more than 80% of your time in meetings, it's simply impossible to think big. 
because you don't have any time to think big. So I see there are a lot of leaders that jump from one meeting to the next with barely time to read their emails, to eat, to breathe, so let alone to be creative. So this is the second big barrier that you need to solve. And often to solve that problem, you can do two things. You can increase empowerment so that your team is more independent and not as interdependent from other teams. And sometimes you also need to reorganize your organization into cross-functional teams so that all these teams are not as dependent from other teams. The third barrier that I see is that people are not stopping anymore. I believe that having big goals, big ambitions is all about working hard and keep and being busy all the time. But it's not how it works. Because how do you get these big ideas? You get them when you stop and when you let your mind wander, when you make a habit of regularly stopping and Letting your mind wander and thinking about things or brainstorming together, that's when you will get the great and big ideas. But if you never stop because your calendar is packed like a Tetris game, well, you probably won't have any big thinking. Because thinking big means also being very creative. And research shows that your creative brain starts working when your neocortex or your thinking brain stops working. So if you and your team never stop, there will probably be no real big thinking. The fourth barrier is not taking any risks or not allowing mistakes. Because of course, thinking big means daring. And daring means that sometimes what you do might not work or it might not work immediately. It might need some some twinking so that it works. So here it's really important to create a safe environment. So if you want your team to think big, you need to create that safe environment that allows people to come up with an idea that maybe might be stupid but maybe might be the next big break that you were waiting for. But if that person is in a toxic or unsafe environment, they won't dare to speak up. Or if they try something and they make a mistake and they're punished or not encouraged for having tried, well, they won't try again. So here, you really need to create that safe environment if you want people to think big. The fifth barrier I see, and I see that a lot in large organizations, it's having heavy internal procedures. So if every time you'd like to try something or you have an ID, you have to fill in reports and administration and financial tables for every ID that you have, well, you will be discouraged. So you won't even try. And I know that out there, there are some organizations where their managers spend a lot of time on procedures, on compliance rules. And that is really preventing your organization from thinking big. 
So, of course, you don't want to take all these risks and some risks, you better avoid them. But sometimes, you know, even if you made a mistake and something that you were afraid of happened, you can still correct that. And I believe that we should replace heavy internal procedures by strong values and by trust. And also by processes. But processes, I mean by that, not heavy bureaucracy like I see in some organizations, but just simple checklists along with trust. Now, the sixth barrier I see now from really having ambitious goals is stress and tiredness. Because when people are very stressed, when people are tired, they will stay in their comfort zone. And so they won't go out of their comfort zone and try new things and grow as a person and seize new opportunities. They will stay in their comfort zone because they don't feel able to cope with the challenges they are facing. And so instead of really going out of their comfort zone and try new things and learn new skills and grow so that you can seize these opportunities and see big, well, you stay in that comfort zone and you resist the change. So that's why I would really encourage every organization to push people to increase their energy. And I often say this, if you follow me, if you follow my podcast, I believe that managing my energy is my number one job before anything else. So every time something doesn't go as planned or I don't get the results I want or I'm overwhelmed, the first thing I will always do is to increase my energy because I know that if I don't have that energy, I'm not able to seize those big opportunities or to tackle the challenges that I'm facing. The seventh barrier is having no meaningful purpose. So if you want your people to think big, just to have a plus 10% or plus 20% increase in revenues, that's not meaningful. That's not something you, you really want to go for as a person. We need something bigger than ourselves to think big. So you need a great purpose. You need great goals that move people, that you are ready to move mountains for. But if you are thinking big only to increase the revenues to show that to your shareholders or your boss that you did great, well, the big idea won't come. The eighth barrier is translating those big dreams into budgets. And I remember that's what my shareholders tried to do because I'm a big dreamer. I always have big ambitions, but I also like to deliver. And when my big dreams are translated in budgets, I'm not able to deliver. It creates a lot of stress for me because then you see that you won't hit your targets, you won't get your bonus. And, and it's not even a question of bonus, but... It's just a question that we like to be good at our job. And if you constantly have very ambitious goals that were translated in a budget, well, you never reach them and it's very discouraging. So I believe in realistic budgets. I really believe in under promise and over delivering. 
that's really the way to thinking big. When you have these big goals, big ambitions, but these are not immediately translated in big budgets, then you feel at ease, you feel safe to try these things because you know you will deliver what is expected. And you will probably over-deliver. But for me, here again, and I know for a lot of people, if you immediately translate that in a very ambitious budget, well, for me, it brings more stress and it will even freeze me and prevent me from thinking big and having these big creative ideas. The ninth mistake I see is when the leader doesn't stay calm under pressure. So if you want your team to think big, I've already said it, you have to create that safe environment. And that also means that you as a leader, you have to remain calm and empathic, even when things don't go as planned. And so instead of getting angry, impatient, dominant, I believe you should really learn to increase your awareness Pay attention to your thoughts, pay attention to your emotions, pay attention to your behaviors so that you can always respond to a situation instead of react to it. And that will help you create that safe environment also. So the 10th barrier is not having a diverse team. And here research shows that The great ideas come when you put a team of experts together with people that come from completely different horizons. Because that's how innovation works. Innovation is often applying one creative idea from one domain to another domain or combining different things to come up with innovation. So for that, you need to bring that diversity. You need a diversity in personalities, in types of people, if you want that creative big idea that will help you to accomplish big ambitious goals. And here again, even if you have that diverse team, but you don't have the safe environment, the non-experts, they will never dare to give their idea, to share their ideas, because they will always think, well... I don't think my idea is great because these are all experts. Who am I to say this or that? So here, bring this diversity in your team, but again, the safe environment also. And then the last barrier, and I'm sure there are more, and don't hesitate to leave me a comment or a review or something if you have other ideas. But the 11th barrier to thinking big for me is having no input from other areas or no input from networking events. So here again, I said you need to stop and wonder, but sometimes you need to follow your passions, your pleasures. That's when you might have a great idea. And I'm just thinking about one institute, the Strozzi Institute, that has a lot of success in coaching. And there... They just combined coaching skills with Aikido. The founder of this school was a big fan of Aikido, the martial arts practice. 
And they combined coaching and Aikido to form a somatic coaching school that really helps because it's often through the body that you will transform. And bringing ideas from different areas together, that's often how you get innovation. So we could say that innovation is like fire, but fire without air will just go out. So if you want this big fire, you need a lot of air. So you need a lot of stopping, but you also need a lot of input from other areas. And sometimes things don't make sense for you. Why are you doing this? Why are you suddenly interested in this topic? But often, and, and that's also what Steve Jobs says, it's by looking back that you connect the dots. Because maybe something that you did will trigger a creative idea at work for you. So follow your passions, your pleasures, and go to events to really nourish your brain and nourish your soul so that you can bring that passion into thinking big. So that was it. So just as a reminder, the 11 barriers to thinking big are one, jumping on every opportunity, Two, spending a lot of time in meetings. Three, not stopping. Four, not taking risks or allowing mistakes. Five, having heavy internal procedures. Six, stress and tiredness. Seven, no meaningful purpose. Eight, translating those big dreams into budgets. Nine, not staying calm under pressure as a leader. 10, not having a diverse team. And 11, having no input from other areas or from networking. So I'm really curious here. What is preventing you or your team from thinking big when you listen now to these 11 things? So let me know and please share this podcast episode with a colleague or with your team if you think they could benefit from it. It would really help me also grow this podcast and share it if you want people to have more impact, meaning and balance. Hello there. How adapted are you to the fast and busy times? Before diving into this subject, let me ask you a question. Do you see yourself working like this until you retire? If yes, congrats, you probably find a way to thrive in today's fast and busy times. But if your answer is no, don't worry. Because this five-minute quiz on how adapted are you to the fast and busy times might help you. Because if you're still working with the slower time habits and mindset, you might end up working really hard for too little impact. This quiz will show you how adapted you are to today's crazy fast times and it'll give you your score on the five principles you need to master to better navigate your heavy workload while still having a life. So go to keyleader.com slash fast times to start the quiz. Maybe it's time to kickstart your slower and more impactful life. keyleader.com slash fast times qileader.com slash fast times now let's dive into today's podcast episode <music> 